Welcome to A Better Way podcast, dedicated to mompreneurs who want to do good and feel good at work, at home, and in life. We're your hosts, Courtney and Danielle, and we get the challenges you're facing because we're living them too. We'll share tangible tips we've learned along the way to help make your life a little easier and we hope a lot more fun. We'll also chat with other moms who are making it happen so we can learn from one another because together we can find a better way. Welcome back to another episode of A Better Way Podcast. This is Danielle and today I'm giving you a life update. Uh, If you have been following along and are a loyal listener, you know that Courtney has been on the lion's share of episodes. She's really been holding down the fort while I've had some changes, um, mostly in my professional life, so, you know, nothing too serious or crazy. Uh, And the spirit of me updating all of you is not, you know, that I think you care or even have noticed that I have been anywhere, but is more in the spirit of wanting to share what's been going on and, and hope that it helps, you know, one of you if, if this is something uh, that you can relate to. So to give a little bit of background, I started, um, I started my business about two years ago. Um, it's now called Nourished Family Co. Um, And I've really enjoyed doing the work, but I'm in a little bit of a situation where like I'm paying to work, right? I put a lot of time and effort into the business and I don't get a lot of money back and that's okay, right? It's something that I enjoy doing that lights me up and I feel like I'm helping others, uh, but it's not paying the bills and it's not... Uh, even close to like what I make in the corporate world. So I decided to stay in my corporate job, which, you know, is, I think, not the story that most people tell. The story most people tell is like, I left my corporate job, I quit, and now I started my own thing and I'm making tons of money. And like, that's great if that works for you. That wasn't the path I chose. I need both for myself and for my family to be um, in a stable place and be making money something that's really important to me and part of my identity. I've worked really hard to get to the place that I'm at in my corporate career. And for better or for worse, at the point I'm at right now, I feel strongly that I want to stay in my corporate career. So that's where I'm at. And, um, you know, I had a pretty flexible job. So I've been in software sales for about 10 years. Um, My last company, my manager was awesome. He, you know, totally understood that I had life and other things going on. And, you know, I had flexible work from the standpoint of like when I could get things done and also where I could get things done. Right. Like I mostly work from home and I, I was optimizing for that piece of it. And, and the work didn't really light me up. I didn't like necessarily like what I was selling or the conversations I was having in work, but I was getting paid well and it was flexible. So I just said, hey, you know, I'm just going to keep doing this and and whatever. And last November, a coworker that I used to have at an old job reached out and said, hey, I'm building out my team. Would you want to come and work on at this company? You know, I've been pretty impressed. I think you'd like it too. Um, you know, let's have a chat. And so I chatted with her. I kept 
liking what I was hearing and the job market is just really desirable for somebody who has experience uh, in, you know, I think really any type of field, um, but especially sales. So I kept interviewing, all the conversations sounded great and, you know, they gave me everything I wanted. And so I said, yeah, sure, I'll make a move. And I was really nervous about making a move because like I said, I had a lot of flexibility in my last job and I was worried in taking a new job that, you know, I was entering some sort of jail where, you know, I was going to be tied down to my desk and forced to focus for eight hours a day. And that's just not me. So I was super nervous. I also am a mom, of course, and like things come up, as you guys know, um, kids get sick there's quarantines, there's all sorts of crazy stuff. And so I was worried about that too. I was worried that, you know, I might not be able to just leave and pick up my kid at four o'clock every day. So um, there's a lot of stress around making that decision. But ultimately, I felt like, hey, you know what, it's not that I'm saying that the grass is going to be greener at this new job. It's just like, maybe it's the same green. And I need to just have some faith that I might like this better than the job that I had. So I ended up accepting the job, started on December 6th, and how it's going so far. So December and January were kind of crazy because I had a lot of training, like a lot, a lot of, you know, digital courses and things like that to complete, um, you know, simulations and recordings of me demoing and all this stuff. And, um, it was just a lot. And I was trying to do that while having like your regular meetings that you have with your team, plus trying to, you know, balance my family and it was the holidays. And so there was a lot going on and I felt it was very, very stressed, especially in December. And I was like, Ugh, like I hope I didn't make a mistake. And so the workload, like all of that felt like a lot, but the people seemed great and the culture seemed great. So I held out hope. I was like, you know what? You know, I refused in that moment. I refused to say, oh, hey, maybe I made a mistake. I said to myself and to my husband, like this stinks right now. And I think in the short term, this is not really working, but it's worth it for me to focus on this for the long-term benefit. And, um, I finished, it was like eight weeks of training. So I finished the eight weeks of training and now, um, it's a new fiscal year. We're one of those crazy software companies that starts our fiscal year in, uh, February. And so, you know, I'm three weeks into the new fiscal year and, Things are finally starting to like calm down for me. I am, you know, doing like the normal tactics that I do for my job, not, um, you know, not all of the training stuff on top of that, plus balancing all the family stuff. So I feel good. I feel really good about the decision I made. The company is just like out of this world when it comes to culture. So um, one of the companies I've worked with in the past or worked at in the past was HubSpot, which is, 
you know, has won awards for its culture, best place to work, blah, blah, blah. Um, I did really enjoy my time there from like a culture perspective. Um, and, and so I've had good experiences in corporate environments, but this is not like anything I've ever seen, especially in a sales org. So, you know, if you follow like corporate bro on Instagram or uh, there's lots of other sales accounts out there, but the general assumption is that it's, you know, a bunch of guys, they're, you know, drinking too much, hooking up with all different girls and, uh, you know, staying out late, drinking at the office. Like I have seen some stuff in my day and, and that makes me sound old, but, um, but mostly it's just, you know, a bunch of guys who want to work really hard and make a lot of money. And that is, that is a pretty accurate description, I would say, of like most of the sales orgs I've been a part of. I've always been like the one girl or one of two girls on the team. All of the leaders are white men. Um, you know, there's no diversity, period, on the team. The, the, the leaders are white men, but also like all of the rest of the sales reps are white men. And it's just a very stereotypical environment. I mean, look up Google stereotypes of sales teams. You can find it. Um, and this has been the opposite of that. Like the, I have, I'm on a diverse team. My manager's a woman. Um, and the other people I work with are just extremely vulnerable. I would say that that's the best word to describe what, what I like about it. People like for instance, this morning, not everyone, you know, met a certain metric that we're supposed to meet every week. And one of the guys just said like, Hey, I've been making excuses for why I haven't gotten this done. And I really just need to buckle down and get it done this week. And like, in what world do you hear that? Like, I feel like I've always been that way. I've always been like brutally honest about my work and the way I feel. Um, but that has not been met with, been matched by other people on my team or been met with like positivity from managers. And it was, you know, it, this guy said that. And then the director of our department said, thank you for being vulnerable. Like, I appreciate you owning it and, and sharing that with the team. And it's like, where am I? What are we doing? Um, it's just a really, really nice environment to be part of. And it's motivating. It's, it makes me want to work hard and do well because the other people around me are working hard and doing well. They care. I feel like they genuinely care about like whether or not I'm successful and would be there to help when I need something. So, um, yeah, it's just been really, really nice. Now, the negative of starting a new job is that my involvement in this podcast has tapered off because I've just been so busy with ramping with the new job. Um, I don't feel like I've gotten done the things I want to get done for nourished family. I'm feeling a little bit in it like rut with nourished family. It's just, I want to make it, 
I want to make it valuable enough for people to feel like they want to vote with their dollars and and I'm not quite sure what to offer or how to get there. I feel like I've tried some things. I don't feel like I've tried very hard. I you know, I won't I won't sit here and be like the victim like, "Oh, I've tried really hard and I haven't been successful." Like I have not tried very hard. I have tried a few things and when they don't work very well, I I sort of have gotten distracted or you know, discouraged from that experience and have not iterated and continued to move forward. So I've got a lot to do on that front. Uh, and I think the question I'm just asking myself, like, is, is it worth it, right? Is it worth continuing to do that? Or should I try something different? I know that I have like that entrepreneurial bone in my body and I want to continue to use it because it's fun and exciting for me. And that said, I'm not quite sure if Nourished Family is the right way to use it. I'm just feeling very in flux about it. So, um, you know, maybe Courtney and I can explore that a little bit more in another podcast. If that's something you've related to, like, give me a shout. I would love to hear your perspective. Uh, But yeah, just feeling a little bit iffy about it. But great about the new job, which that that part of my life is going really well. So I'm excited. And Courtney and I have had some conversations about the future of this podcast and what we want to do with it. And I'm excited for that as well. I think the quality of our content is only going to get better and you're going to get more value from it. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited. And if, if you've liked this podcast, if you've liked this episode, please, um, please review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and we'll catch you the next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more information from today's chat, including how to reach us, head on over to the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the exciting episodes to come. And please, if you liked what you heard, be sure to leave a rating and review. It's how we can help other busy moms find their better way. Until next time, mom friends.